Hello everybody and welcome to an amazing new font hashed podcast. Fiat Jeff, what do you what is your first reaction of the new font of uh strike? New font? Yeah, the letters. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, so they they, they he chose different letters. New the letters font. are different. Oh, new font. Yeah. Oh, new font. Yeah, I didn't realize. Did he? Yeah, that was part <laughs> that was part of the announcement. Wow, that's really worth an announcement. They uh Oh now now I've opened the website and there's a lot of pictures moving. They changed the It's like it's like Harry Potter. <laughs> um so uh I guess we're just gonna look at your Twitter feed and then discuss that. Um No, we have a lot of very interesting technical smarty uh, yes topics. Okay, yes, let's talk about also strike. So you also wanna? So do you wanna discuss that other protocol? Did you look at it already? Because I had oh, a brief arc. look at it, but I the arc stuff. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Why maybe? Well, <laughs> just yes or you, no. If you're alive, if you're alive after the strike conversation. Um. Okay. So. I haven't looked. What else? What else? What are all the, the other topics? Uh, we, we're just going to move through the other topics. So the first thing I wanted to talk about, because this is something, there were a couple of things that I wanted to talk to you about, uh, but we haven't recorded um, for like a couple of weeks now, and um, they were also subject matters of discussion uh, for at least briefly uh, during uh, some of the Miami panels. So, and it's also on your Twitter feed. And this is the whole thing um, about the My fact that a UTXO. Hmm? Oh, okay, the UTXO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. discussed that in the first episode of this podcast. Yes, we already discussed. I, I'm aware. I'm aware. But I wanted to um, go a little bit further with it um, because it's not just a lightning thing. It's um, it's there in general. Right, it's the it's it's and even uh, there was a panel with uh, uh, moderated by Aaron from Aaron Ve- van Vierdem, um, the journalist guy with the hair. Yeah, and I think I don't recall. Was there a panel about about this? Yeah, well, he the the he in his introduction he framed it as like okay, t- it was about scaling. And that there's still like this scaling limit of the fact that you have to have a UTXO in order to have Bitcoin, or at least mm-hmm. access to a UTXO, or um, and uh, with scaling. And then the the entire conversation, for the most part, went uh, was about uh, ossification, and not so much about this stuff. I I mean the implication was that we can do a lot of developments on opcodes and 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 shit, and then. Uh, uh, we're going to help this. But thinking about yeah. that, I don't think you can help it all that much. It's like just Bitcoin doesn't scale. So what do you think? Well, I think you can you must settle for some compromises. You can do you can do custodial stuff like better custodial stuff uh, like the, the federation stuff. That apparently now federations are a very good thing. Fed the Fed mean stuff is is a huge hype. I don't know if it is, but uh, in other times people would would 
say this is ridiculous custodial we hate custodial but now it's getting more uh, acceptance and still but but liquid for example is still a total failure i think but i think that has other causes because liquid's super hard to use mm -hmm. and you, your money gets stuck there you have to krc yourself on an exchange to withdraw so <laughs> so and the other the other trade-off that is good is, is drive chain but everybody hates that so but, but there's, there's these other things like you you hate all these things that compromise on stuff you don't want to compromise anywhere but uh, the state chain stuff and the, this arc thing the arc thing is i don't think it's very good but it's it's a thing <laughs> yeah okay i haven't looked at arc too uh, enough to even know what it's about it's I, impossible I, to understand I hated I hated the fact that they just didn't explain what it was in the first sentence. <laughs> yeah, no. So I still don't why, know. why do why do people do this? Like it's it's like it's a marketing uh -huh. thing. Like you have yeah. to say a bunch of features. It's very cool, and no one wants to understand why. It's, but if the, the in fact people do want to understand, especially if it's a Bitcoin conference. Mm -hmm. <coughs> um, so. Like with the compromises thing, it's like you can. The reason I'm not completely interested in it is because I think you can always make the compromise, right? Making the compromise is not the hard part uh, necessarily. Uh, but no, I but do. You, you have a set of different compromises. And no, but so I do think it's. Is. I do think there's something interesting here, right? Where. Okay, Bitcoin doesn't scale. Why doesn't that? Why doesn't it scale? It's because you. Uh, we're trying to achieve this global state thing and that's really expensive and uh, we do it for the, the uh, trust minimization and, and the neutrality of the system etc um, and as a consequence like there's not a lot of bandwidth so access to that bandwidth is like access to block space is uh, expen gets expensive at the moment the moment blocks actually are full on, on some consistent basis it's like uh, you you want to get in or you don't want to get in if you want to get in you're just gonna have to pay because this idea of you're just gonna wait and it will clear it's like probably at some point it won't right there is like this price range and if you just don't pay up you don't get in um, yeah and if you want to getting in means doing a transaction like using your using a UTXO as an input so if you want to own what is owning bitcoin right is owning bitcoin only when you are able to satisfy the spending conditions on an input and are plus are able to pay for for that inclusion um because then like by definition a lot whole lot of people are more people more people won't own bitcoin than than people do probably i don't know i haven't run i haven't run the numbers but let's say that's the case um then why would all the other people that don't actually own bitcoin want to or honor the the uh, honor it as a unit of account right why would they want bitcoin if they can never actually own bitcoin um and then the reason would be because the people with money do care because they actually do own Bitcoin and by the sheer fact that they have are like are economically dominant uh, the other people 
it's just the thing that they need to want in order to get somewhere in the world, right? Because that, because then it's money. And the interesting part there is then if you look at like some custodial lightning situation, um, it's sort of real and not real in the sense that there is trust. There is a trust that the uh, on the smaller transaction size level. Um, uh, for instance, like with uh, just the HLC uh, problem, right? So fees go up, the actual serious lightning transactions are larger transactions, etc. Um, then everything that is below the threshold is now on a trust basis. But in terms of it actually being a unit or the unit Bitcoin, it is real the moment the, uh, another channel somewhere on the route starts to settle it. And they can do that because they have very large balances. So for them, it's actually real. So the so the the semi-real Bitcoin that the plebs collect are actually part of the 21 million accounting. They're just uh, the fact that they are separate, uh, separated, like that they own a little stuff. There is some trust involved there, but the they can make them real for the people who actually do own Bitcoin. Am I making sense? Yes. Do you follow? But but I, I yes I follow. But I, I disagree that owning Bitcoin re means necessarily owning a key and doing transactions in in the Bitcoin blockchain. I think Bitcoin custodial Bitcoin is still Bitcoin, especially like I think your explanation there, like you you're mixing up custodial Lightning wallets with with. The, the HTLC problem on Lightning. But yeah, I think they, they're similar. If, if you want a balance on a custodial provider, it's still Bitcoin because as, as long as you, you can still pay other people with that, and this, for these other people, it will be real Bitcoin, or it will be Bitcoin that someone will take and will send to another custodial provider, but eventually it will be real Bitcoin. So the it's, it's 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 still real Bitcoin for the custodial provider. So, but isn't isn't the number one problem that Bitcoin solves is the question: Is my money real? Right. That's like a large chunk of the purpose of like all the stuff that we do with the uh, with the blockchain and the. Well, wait, stuff. why why having a custodial Bitcoin breaks that? It's, it's I don't real. know. It's just that, that so. If the question is, is like, is it real Bitcoin? Then at least you should be able to answer it with the same level of certainty that Bitcoin provides. No, because if it, if it's, if the sole purpose of the system is to answer that question in such in in the best way possible, then it should account. It 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 will account for everything. But then there is like, but it doesn't. It, it has a it has a resolution to what it can account and what that what resolution you, is defined make, by the fee rate what 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 if you have you have a key and yeah. you make that key in your computer and you you hope you using bitcoin with that key and you can say it's real but you don't know that your computer has a has a virus and that key is is being someone has someone else has that key yeah you never know. You never know if the the key that you hold is really 
Yeah, like, but you, the, you don't know if the Bitcoin the, is real. Yes, but you, you, that you yes, but you uh, do know that the Bitcoin are counted for among that oh, key. Oh, I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but in the same sense, uh, you 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 saying that the the, the custodial providers can create new Bitcoin. That's the problem. Uh, yeah, potentially, depending on the the system. But yeah. Well, they, they no, they can't create new Bitcoin, right? That's the point. It's that they can't. Yeah, they can create. They can create virtual Bitcoin. Yes. Right. I don't see that as a, as a problem. Yeah, I think you you have a you, you, oh, you not, have the actual. Okay, okay. You, it's you, not about the problem, right? It's not about yeah, yeah, because, yeah, I see, because I see. it's not but about the just, problem. It's just getting just the definitions straight. Juggling definitions. Yeah, the definitions. Yeah. Getting the definitions straight is, is is very boring, but I see. What so what what is about. so? And now we're going to talk claim, about strike. You have a claim. You have a claim to Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, the claim to Bitcoin doesn't necessarily translate to a Bitcoin. So now now we can talk about strike because. Is going to onboard like the global south three billion people. That was not my problem with strike, by the way. No, but that is what strike is doing or saying that they're going uh, to. I don't. Yeah, yeah. And then I wish I wish they were doing that. <laughs> but it's at least an interesting question. It's like okay, that's what you're doing, but we just discussed what we discussed, and then. Um, are you going to onboard them on Bitcoin? Or are you going to onboard them on Strike? Are you just going to onboard them on Bitcoin, the unit of account, right? Um, and then by the by proxy unit of exchange function? I don't know. What is he providing? Well, I, I don't think this question is good with Strike. You, you could use another example. Like wallet of Satoshi that has millions of users. I don't yeah, know how many users did, they have. Did they do but like a big announcement? Did they change their font? PHF. <laughs> I don't know. I never used it. Did, did wallet of Satoshi change his font? Otherwise, it's not critical to talk about. Because okay. strike, strike has a balance uh, denominator in USD. So yeah. they're not even, use, even onboarding people to the unit of, uh, unit of account. It's, yeah. But, but, but yeah, but I see your question. I don't have an answer for this. I, I, I don't know what will, where will that question lead us? Because I see you, 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 if you, if you manage, if you manage, if we manage to onboard people to the Bitcoin, the unit of account, mm -hmm. that's, that's my goal. That's what I want. So yeah, because you, you want them to pump your bags, right? No, no. I want the central banks <laughs> to burn. Okay, fair enough. Um, hmm. I mean, it, it does help Bitcoin, at least, if people use it as a uh, unit. And I think, th like I said, it's like the moment you have like a Bitcoin standard, industry will still use it. Uh, um industry will actually use Bitcoin so it's uh, the proxy industry, industry. the proxy is enough the, like just just the, the you mean like the gold the in the gold standard people the still made jewels like what's, what's the name of the things you made with gold necklaces and whatever and rings <laughs> no rings. I, I mean no 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 I mean just that in like a uh, in the far future or the sh 
short future, whatever the future of Bitcoin, uh, where it's like hyper Bitcoinized, where the the economy, the businesses, they among themselves, they actually use Bitcoin uh, with all the smart contract contracting fancy stuff. Uh, but on the, the assumption that the plebs, it's too expensive for the plebs. Um, mm. That the reason that they would still go along with it, right, is because the rest is actually using it. And you can have the proxy and it's functional. Um, but I forgot what I want, wanted to say. Well, if, if, if we had a, a system like you love, you love the state and the countries and the nation state, whatever. If we had a system which each country had its own, like a, 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 a bank that hold that holds real Bitcoin, mm -hmm. and they issue paper virtual Bitcoins to the citizens, and then they these 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 countries they they settle the 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 stuff using the the blockchain. You know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain, but you get it. Do you think that would be a bad system? And if if that system was in place, like it was somehow uh, during the gold standard, do you think it would be possible or it would be easy for for the system to to break and fiat currency be introduced again? Uh, no, because uh, I don't think. I think it, it's like better because of the mechanic that I explained is that you can make the fake, um, you make, can make the fake Bitcoin real by actually spending it towards somebody who actually does own Bitcoin because that's a probably like a channel relationship. So let's say I have a Bitcoin bank and I have fake Bitcoin uh, from my bank. It's like the moment I'm sending it to somebody else via lightning. It's like the moment it, it leaves my fake channel with my bank, it go, it goes into the real Bitcoin world. It's only then that like the size probably too, uh, too low and then there is some trust between them. But ultimately it, it as a unit, as a unit, it will be able to settle on chain somewhere being part of something bigger. Um, Okay, that's something you yeah. that's just something you you don't have in that way in the like a gold standard okay good answer but um the oh I, I remember so the point is that because you kind of have to assume the worst case scenario for whatever contract you're writing um a lot of the optimizations that we're probably able to write are all optimizations in the sense that you um, can make this transaction cheaper over time because there are more complex things you can do within that time. Um, and, but you're still able, you, sh you still need to be able to pay the actual threshold of the transaction, right? In the worst case scenario. It's just that 99 of 100 times that doesn't happen. So you can discount that one time with the 99 other times that you actually use the system. Um, what if you're really unlucky? Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, that's that's like where's where then where actually is that price floor of utilizing Bitcoin on chain? Um, 
But the point is, is that all the fancy, fancy, all the fancy, fancy stuff that we're gonna do and implement, they're there with the benefit of the, of the the high tier transactions anyway, because they're not necessarily helping the the pleb tier transactions all that much. Um, probably it will it will move in the direction, but it's not it's not like. Uh, because of the the fee threshold, it's not like it's not a, it's not necessarily a problem of getting all the keys into the UTXO. It's just able to the accounting resolution in terms of satoshis that you're actually able to settle. Because we're probably gonna get to a point where sure we can evolve like a shit ton of keys and people we can onboard everybody in terms of keys, it's just that they ultimately can't express themselves in a single UTXO. Um, so the key is useless for them. Hmm? The, the fact that they have a key is, is, is completely useless. No, it's, it means shared ownership. In some, it might mean shared ownership in some way, right? Mm. I mean, if, if you have a board, yeah, but let's say you need your majority work. voting. Yeah, okay. For the decisions that you make. But the whole point is that, okay, the majority decides, but we're not going to split up necessarily. But we might be, we might split up. Um, uh, people are free to leave the the uh, the UTXO the moment they want. Yeah, but yeah. then they, in the worst case scenario, they have to go. They have to to do that completely on their own uh, for very high fees, etc. Then is it still worth it? That's like a because it's and it's it is a it's the reason that it is is because of the same scaling limit like the low bandwidth only seven whatever transactions per second stuff right but it's by it's like a boomerang coming around because that initiates the market and then the market becomes another floor of entry to the system itself not just getting your not in terms of bytes but in terms of sets so mm -hmm. it's only for it's only yeah. for the rich right it's only for the uh, it's it's Bitcoin's not for plebs. That's the conclusion. Yeah, yeah. yeah By definition, that's the conclusion. Yeah, yeah. But many things are not for plebs, and, and there are <laughs> things that are for plebs, and they're they're not for other people. But still, you benefit from that thing existing. Sure. I got, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just that's observing observing and and reasoning about it. That's like my conclusion, which is ironic because all these people portray themselves as plebs we are very, we are very focused on all why, these why do they do that global south um what the hell global global south, south stop stuff, using right? that term <laughs> the poor people <laughs> global south we're going to help Jesus the Christ. poor we're going to help the poor people with the system okay well like uh, sure okay we can't also have to say that it uh, it can benefit them sure Sure. <laughs> yes. Not. Not. It. It won't. It can't. Like. It. It will. Must. It has to. By design. Yes. Okay. Let's. Let's just. Why. Why do people call themselves plebs? Because they don't have Twitter clout. Is that it? That was my understanding. <laughs> it's something like that. It's also that I think. But yeah, it's like that vein. I. I guess some snark humbleness or something mm. yeah but they do they want the twitter cloud or they're they're proud of being plebs they're so proud that they 
want to become famous and have a million followers just so they can say they're plebs? No, I think it's um, it's like a sign of desperation in the sense that when you're a pleb, you, do, you don't own anything. Uh, no land, at least. Uh, but they do own Bitcoin, and that's like their... Uh, it's their final hope. It's like, I'm a pleb, I'm stuck in this situation, but I don't think, if you just, I don't pump, think if you just pump my bags enough, I'll make it. I don't think that... I think that these plebs, they, they, many of them are very rich. They just don't have Twitter followers. That's. I think that's. that's well, you're. Focus. You're on Twitter. I'm not even on Twitter. So. Perhaps you're when right. When this thing, when I saw this thing starting, I had like, fifty followers. <laughs> How many followers do you have? I uh, have a lot now. Sixty, almost sixty and a half k. Yeah. I With have the. A lot now. So HLCs are a scam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I should I should stop posting this stuff. Oh, and and Bitcoin decentralization is doomed because of. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of that? Accelerator. That? Yes, but it's old. It's been there since for a very long time. Really? No, yeah. me. It's been on the exchange website. Hmm. No, I mean, it didn't blockchain.com, I think, or block, block.com, is that it? Which one am I thinking about? You could already do, you could already do that for a very it's, long time. It's way too expensive. It's I about, it's it's, oh, so we, we do have to explain what we're talking about. So it's the, um, the mempool accelerators, TM service. So you you can pay to get your blo uh, transaction included, right? Yeah, you pay yeah. for Lightning, and and they, they they pay the miners directly, and the miner includes your transaction. I'm not sure it's uh, uh what the impact on the decentralization is going to be. It's just that your mempool is not gonna uh it's well, going to well, help you much, less. It's much more expensive to do these things. Uh, but I think yeah. I think they had a, I had they had the service and I I looked on s or to one of these servers and they were charge were charging like a hundred dollars when the transaction fees were at the minimum level and I think it was because you could scam people using double spins like people that someone accepted a zero confirmation transaction and then we would go and double spend that person. And, but your transaction wouldn't be included because RBF was not enabled. So you could go to this exchange website and pay a shit ton of money to, and the, the exchange, the ex, not the exchange, the miner, the mining pool would help you mm -hmm. scan the other person. I think that's why that was it. And that, that explains why it was so expensive. Uh, well, it's a reasonable incentive, I guess. I think my audio, my audio is broken. No. Is your audio broken? Yeah. What? Be, you're 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 able to hear me, so. Uh. Yeah. Yeah, I think my yeah. I, I was I was afraid my audacity recording was. Oh yeah, broken, we already had that not. once. That's good. Um. Stacks is a broken shitcoin. 
Uh, why, why are you looking at see. me? Yes, because we're going to talk about <laughs> your Twitter feed. That's interesting, this text, this text thing. You should have listened to the to the debate between Ruben Sonson, your your cousin, and and this text CEO. When that happened. where that happened like, like two years ago. Uh, uh, oh, I think I recall that. Yeah, the blockchain debate podcast, something like that, and the the stacks guy just kept saying he had he had a degree and he had a master's degree or whatever <laughs> therefore his project was good he knew everything and ruben sonson didn't have a degree so uh-huh. he he should he didn't know what he was talking about and it turns out ruben sonson was right okay next topic Um, the arc stuff. The arc stuff is oh evil. right. Let's let's talk about the yes. But I I do. You, what what can you tell about arc? Do you know? Well, do you what, what I can tell is that the the guy. Have you seen something like the idea is that the, the I saw the website. The website. Okay, you didn't see the presentation. No, I only saw, I, I I the website and I read a bunch of texts. That's so the idea. idea is that you put your money in this virtual place and there's a central provider that creates new new virtual blocks every five seconds and so every five seconds you can make a transaction on this virtual thing and but the, the part that's not well explained and is that every time you put your money there you get a you get a ticket and you can use that ticket to pay other people with that ticket like it's like a UTXO they call yeah. UTXO and you can when you pay you destroy your ticket and the other person gets another ticket or you can you can just exchange tickets for yourself but in the end you can do that every five seconds but what happens is that the central provider has to commit itself to pay you the value of that ticket on the blockchain on the bitcoin chain and to do that it must create a, a transaction on the bitcoin chain that is committing to an output that has all the all the utxos created on that round mm-hmm. And that that transaction that it puts on the blockchain, after five no, after four weeks, the the central provider can get it back to itself. So if you wanna exit, you must you have four four weeks to exit. Which means the four like the, the central provider has to have a shit ton of money and it has to create a Bitcoin transaction every five seconds. And if you make like a, a million Satoshi transaction every five seconds, paying to yourself mm-hmm. back again and again, every time you make that, the provider has to park a million Satoshis for five weeks, for four weeks. Do you get it? Um, 
Yeah, so... So but this um, is not going to work, right? Uh, no, but the four weeks is... Uh, so the commitment on chain, is it like a rolling? Are they... No, each, each commitment is independent. Okay, but they leave it. They leave it on. They leave it on chain. They leave the UTXO for 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 those four weeks. Well, you can hold your ticket for four weeks, and during yeah. that four weeks, you can go on chain. You publish that transaction, like you publish the transaction that spends the. Let Let me say it again. The central provider creates a transaction that spends to this other this other transaction that is not published and if you want to withdraw unilaterally you go on chain you publish the transaction and then you publish the your ticket transaction ah, i see back. and now you when you when you want to transfer like you want to change that ticket to another ticket or send to someone else you give the ticket to the to the central provider and now the center like you sign something that allows the central provider to claim the ticket back in case you wanna like you wanna if you wanna give the ticket back and then you go to the blockchain the central provider has to dispute against you on the bitcoin chain and get its money back does that make sense uh yes um I guess I have to think about it. Yeah, it's very it's very weird. Okay. Yeah, I have to think about it. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> now. Interesting. <laughs> but you said there is a presentation. There is a presentation as well. Cuz I have Yeah, on the, on the on the Miami conference. Oh, okay, that's better. Yeah, but the that's better. the presentation doesn't explain anything. Oh. <laughs> Okay, but with the things I told you, maybe yeah. you you understand the presentation better, and you will be able to understand it. We'll see. Not even Ruben Sonson was understanding it, so. Oh, he'll <laughs> get it eventually. <laughs> yeah, he will, and then he will explain it in human words. I mean, it was a it, it it really was a fun time, like with with Bitcoin. Uh, I guess in the early years there was um. Uh, because we're. There were all these experiments and ideas and like these shit coins and all coins and all this stuff and it was like white papers and um, you it was very easy to just get into all this stuff because if you spent the time understanding Bitcoin you already got a lot of the uh, computer science stuff and the like symbol attacks and all these things you have to take into consideration uh, and then you can. T try that on all these uh, all these white papers and then I guess in 2017 it just became stupid to do that because <laughs> it was like a flood and it was all bullshit um, so then it then that was like the definitive end for me at least of that uh, uh, of see. that exercise but it's fun to do still do it with Bitcoin stuff um, yeah so yeah, you I don't. Did, I didn't pick the the first part. I just started paying attention to these things recently. But uh, well, some people 
are ve much better than others at explaining. Rubenson is very good. So how long have they haven't they made a podcast? The unhashed people. Uh huh. Uh, I don't know. There was one like six months ago, maybe. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's your fault for not giving them money. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And also, do you do you you Mario never gave them money? I, uh, I there was money. only you gave money? money. There was. Who was MK Ultra? Ah, MK Ultra is always. Uh, he gave he a always lot of paid. Money. Yeah. I, I think MK Ultra and you are the same person, maybe. You think? Yeah. So in that, then I did give them money. I I was <laughs> the sole. I was the one and only sole sponsor of the show. If that's actually you true. and Peter Peter McCormack. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. He also sponsored. I don't know. I guess was it. What did you think of the of the show? Unhashed. Yeah. It was good except for Mario. I like I like the lightning round more than all the other stuff. I don't know. I like the show. The show was good. They had, the they, had some, episode, they had the some decent episode. prep and good people to talk about it. Well, they had Ruben too. Uh, if they needed something, that they they had Ruben. I think the first the first one that I listened ever was one that they they spent the entire news section talking about miners and mining pools, and then apparently Ruben didn't like that topic at all. So they they were teasing him about it, and <laughs> I got that impression that this guy Ruben was a guy that disliked mining <laughs> that was all i knew about him yeah yeah it's uh they've been doing it for a, they they did it a long time they had a good run uh yeah interesting what other bitcoin podcasts did you uh uh listen to well, I'm subscribed to many on my antenna pod application, but I I read the, the titles and when they're stupid, I don't listen. The Bitcoin Review and the Citadel Dispatch, I listen sometimes, rarely. Uh, that Marty Bent thing where he, mm -hmm. <laughs> he interviews all the conspiracy theorists. I like that, but I don't listen very often. Too many ads. No, no, just kidding. <laughs> there are only ads on the, in the beginning. The Stefan Oliveira guy that the podcast it it used to have a lot of good good interviews, but recently mm -hmm. it's all I don't know. It's just a bunch of politic politics. Yeah, right. It was very technical at the start, uh, and I some of them still are. Yeah, I like I like the what Bitcoin did when it's about some technical stuff uh -huh. because. Especially when I don't understand very well, because I know the host won't understand it at all. So he will make <laughs> interesting <laughs> questions, <laughs> and also the guest will try to explain it without uh -huh. assuming too much. But ninety percent of the the episodes are oh Bitcoin and this financial mar markets, whatever. <laughs> uh -huh. 
Yeah, I skipped those as well. Same with uh, uh, Stefan Levera. But yeah, the, so uh, Chink, Out, Chink Out Lab podcast, but that's only oh, yeah. once I, in I a while. That. That's very good. Uh, what else? The Bitcoin Optech one. It's just the reading through the newsletter. But sometimes uh -huh. there's, a, there's good stuff there. I think the best new, the best podcast right now, I think, is uh, Bitcoin Review. I think it's this one. <laughs> well, since we just eliminated all the other podcasts, we may be on the on the on the ranking. <laughs> oh, you mean this podcast? Scared. No, yeah, because. We're we're like we're number one in our niche for sure. <laughs> uh, we're like the number we are the number one Bitcoin Starcraft podcast <laughs> in the world. Well, that you have to do what you have to do. Uh, so, I mean, we're two micro niche. Well, you're not micro anymore. You're still a niche internet celebrity, but uh, with 16, uh, 16 and a half k followers. I mean, that's not micro. Well, you, you don't know how many followers I have on Monster. I have like a thousand million fake <laughs> spam. <laughs> uh, well, you're you're the the Noster Godfather, I guess. So, how does it feel to know that you uh, um, introduced the rebirth of the web, the Web 2.0? It's it's a good feeling whenever I'm not worried about everything breaking. It's a good feeling. I can imagine. Uh, okay. Any Nasser stuff? Any, any did anything? I don't follow Nasser. So, well, apparently, well, I heard from people that were in the Miami conference. There was this Miami conference, you know. Have yeah, we've been talking you about it the entire you, episode. You don't care about it, but I also don't care about it. But <laughs> apparently, the Bitcoiners, they like to meet each other and hug each other and spill <laughs> beer into each other. And that's part of liking Bitcoin, apparently. Mm -hmm. And now, for some reason, it's also part of... Uh, like I, I don't like how the people do this, but... Uh, yeah, I don't know what I'm talking about. Well, wh what I was going to say is that people said there was as much as Nostra talk on this conference as there was Bitcoin talk. So Interesting. this is both good and also bad because that that may <laughs> that may mean that Nostra will be just a niche thing mm -hmm. <laughs> with a few Bitcoin yeah. users forever. Only Bitcoiners will care. But you know dude that's what you need. I mean, getting a. I think there are so many. Yes, but dude, there's so many of these fucking protocols. There are so many of these fucking protocols, and then what is? What are some reasonably successful on Matrix? Uh, what's the? Um, um, Mastodon. The Mastodon one. What's it called? It's called Mastodon. No, Mastodon is an implementation of a protocol. That's not really true. But yeah. yeah, it's called Activity Pub. Yeah, Activity Pub. Yeah. Um, so, 
I mean, those are like two reasonably okay-ish ones. Do you think they're gonna go anywhere? No, because Nostra is going to eat their lunch. No, I mean... <laughs> well... In, in order to even exist, you, you have to have some group. Uh, yeah, I think it has to start somewhere, right? That's that's why we're doing this StarCraft Bitcoin thing. We have to start on a niche. Then later we can expand to Warcraft, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what other games? Well, we could include, like, Nintendo games, I guess. Because it's, like, Blizzard on PC and Nintendo on console. And that covers a whole bunch of my... Uh, uh, yeah, I used to gaming play history. Nintendo, Nintendo games a million years ago. So, so w what is your favorite Nintendo game? Jesus Christ, what are these questions? Um, you wanted to know. you wanted to expand our horizons. We're expanding <laughs> horizons. <laughs> I don't know what's my favorite game. Uh, I played. Uh, that Nintendo 64 a lot and and then I played a lot of emulator games for Super Nintendo but and which one of those did you like in particular I don't really remember I liked many oh I think uh, Chrono Trigger Chron Chrono Trigger ah that's yeah. a good one although um, I do think Secret of Mana is better because it's not turn-based. Um, as an adventure game, but yeah, Chrono Trigger is good. I, I like the, the. I played that one. Turn -based, yeah, I played all these RPGs, even some very weird ones that I had never heard about when I found the ROMs for it for them. But yeah, Secret of Mana Two. That's that's Secret of Mana Two. Uh, there was there was a Secret of Mana sequel that existed with a Japanese name but it it was in English that I played it it was good too yeah so it's it's actually what is it Saiken Den Den I don't know what the Japanese <laughs> name is and then Secret of Mana is yeah, like yeah that one Saiken Den Setsu Den Setsu yeah that one and then Secret of Mana was like that one two or three or something um yeah I think my favorite game is I guess Super Metroid if I have mm. to pick that's yeah. a really fucking good game <laughs> yeah I think I never liked that one very much I played it I played it but I, I know that a lot of people loved it or Ocarina of Time it's like between those two because uh, I think Ocarina of Time was also like a it was like a magical magical experience Super Metroid as well, it's, it's the, the ambi ambience of the game. I don't know, it's, uh, yeah, it's really good. Um, okay, so, so now I we're... I played a game, I played a game on that Wii, is Wii the name of it? That yeah. thing you have to point and shake your hand. Yes, So I wanted to talk Wii. about a game that I played on that, that console. Which is? Which is a football game soccer whatever and I think they made it once like the first edition of the, this game I think it was Pro Evolution Soccer or something like that the first edition for the Wii 
you 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 would play it like a like an RTS game. You would select the the player, tell it to mm -hmm. go somewhere, and then you select another player, tell it to go somewhere. Like you point him <laughs> to the screen. It was a That's interesting. That was How a did it play? Nice. <laughs> it was a yeah? very nice experience. Yeah. And I think no one liked it because the next versions they didn't have this. <laughs> it was just a normal soccer game. And I but remember playing it with my with my my cousin. It was from my cousin, and he was just shitting on the on the UX <laughs> of the game while I, I was loving it. I was thinking it was the magical way of playing soccer games. Yeah. Interesting. No, I never played that Wii game. I'm afraid. Okay. So. Did you watch the guys dressed as wizards yeah. at the Miami conference? Yeah. What do you think uh, of these guys? Like not the technical aspects, just the Udi Udi or Udi and Eric? Yeah. Um so I'm not really on Twitter, so I don't like get a lot of that stuff. Um, yeah, me neither, me neither. But you you're in the unhashed Telegram group. Uh but I um um, I think Eric. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I just don't. Don't know enough of the recent history of like why there are why they are in like wizard costumes. Like I know the <laughs> the central plot points a bit, right? Like I get why they are in wizard costumes, but it's like I'm not on par with the the lore. Um, so when when but they used to be I able to do. They used to be able to, at least, or, and they still do, and they're able to uh, have a serious discussion uh, of substance about it's hard, Bitcoin. It's hard to understand. Like, it's hard because I think they're just trolling all the time. Or they start with a serious discussion and then they start trolling in the middle and you don't know. <laughs> I think everybody was having that, that experience. Everybody has that, that kind of experience with them, but I, I don't. I don't interact with them, but that's my impression. I, but I have to. I have to recall the conversation, but I think it wasn't that uh, because it was with Shinobi, right? Shinobi and, and Matt Corello. And he went. The, the yeah, Dutch, yeah. The Dutch journalist. Uh, Adam. Yeah. Okay. I think. I think it was him. Um. Oh yeah, Matt was there as well. Interesting. Yeah, but one thing that I don't understand is why they claim to be like why are they the leaders of the breaking Bitcoin movement since they they did any they didn't do anything, right? <laughs> but they they are self proclaimed like it's just it's like the the I don't yeah know. they jumped that bandwagon right yeah yeah. But I mean, I like the destroying Bitcoin back bandwagon is fine in some sense. I mean, that's the whole point of it. We, you shouldn't be pussy about it. Um, in some sense, we should be attacking Bitcoin. Um, but yeah, so I I get that part. Um, I th also think it's like easy to because there is. 
I guess there's a lot of hypocrisy in, in like Bitcoin Twitter. Yeah, it's harping back on what we 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 talked about in the beginning, right? If the the conclusion is like, well, it's not for plebs, then uh, then the talking points have to shift, right? If all of a sudden we we realize like, oh, that's actually what's going on. Um, so, so it's also easy to make fun of. It's e- they're easy targets because there there's like a lot of hypocrisy, but the hypocrisy it's like okay, also. Also you're not actually serious. attacking you're 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 actually attacking narratives and not people necessarily about the consistency of their narratives a lot of the time so it's very easy to just combine all the stupid takes uh into some character caricature yeah um yeah i don't know i don't know it's uh what you're gonna do about it, right? You cannot play. Maybe that's the the only way to win here. Yeah. That's uh. what I thought about the wizards on the stage. <laughs> 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 just don't, just don't enter the stage with them, right? Don't go, <laughs> s- don't, just don't sit next down to the <coughs> the guy in the wizard costume, right? <laughs> if you. You can just not do that, and then you won, right? Um, yeah, that's what I think about it. Okay. Anything else? Nope. Is that like? Did we cover all your topics? Um, I guess for now, at least. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we're good. <laughs>